Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Friday. Welcome, Lori and Julia Show. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. We're enjoying the sunshine before you know what arrives about noontime tomorrow. And a quick reminder. Yes. You got to change the clocks. Oh, that's right. We're springing forward. Springing forward. Daylight savings time is back. So Saturday night, set those clocks ahead. At midnight. Well, you know it's whenever. gonna, you know it's gonna yeah. come so early, but maybe in the snow will be a good excuse not to go to the yeah. nine a.m. aerobic class I go to on Honest, Sunday morning. Honestly, no, it used to be nine thirty. I'm having the most difficult time with this new nine a.m. to get to a nine a.m. Well, I feel like Saturday night is a sacred night to go out, and so just having that extra half, like having to be at the place at nine, it just feels like. Wah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I like a nine thirty. Totally yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm going to a seven thirty thing tomorrow morning, and I'm like, Ooh. well, you'll be able to go because Donnie, are they going to be right about the snow? I'm driving all day tomorrow. Last we I'm heard, they're thinking there. noon one o'clock is when it, it starts. starts, and it will continue all the way into Tuesday Saturday night. night. All right, so so, so. you just people will get your out car and about and, driving. Yeah, move. there you go. Have you? Did you wish your mom a happy? International Women's Day yet? Have we wished our audience a happy International Women's Day yet? Happy Happy International Women's Women's Day. Day. Cheers to you guys. Cheers to us. Cheers to us gals. But listen to this, okay? This is kind of amazing, this International Women's Day. Because it's the day is not country, group, or organization specific. It's just about to recognize, and it's been around, it began in 1908 when 15,000 Women garment workers went on strike in New York City. Oh, that's what started it? Okay. They marched through the streets of New York demanding shorter work hours, better pay, voting rights. And in 1910, a German woman named Clara Zetkin suggested the idea of a, of a women's day at an international conference, except, uh, you know, attended by 100 women, and it was accepted. And so in 1911 was the first time it was celebrated. And Anyway, the United Nations recognized it in 1975, and uh, in 2011, um, President Obama took Women's Day, because it's always every year on March 8th, whatever day that falls on, he declared March Women's History Month. So that's how that came about. And uh, Julia, there's a lot of countries that uh, it's a public holiday. Oh, man. Russia, Cuba. That shocks Southeast Russia Asia. Shocks me. Yeah, you know why Russia? <laughs> yeah, why? Why? Well, Russia has kind of a little interesting little uh, uh, thing with this whole International Women's Day. Is that, oh, let's see, we're in on International Women's Day in 1917. The okay. Russian women have had it. They demonstrated for bread, they demonstrated for an end of World War One. And they sparked the revolution mm-hmm. that made the czar abdicate. Uh, and killed. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the yeah, so the Russians, they were like all they 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 the women were tired of standing in line for bread. So anyway, but really it's just to bring a spotlight on 
victims, activists, heroes, the places where it's the dangerous for for girls and for women and that kind of stuff. So it, Twitter has actually been um, inspirational today. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. there's been a lot of inspirational. All right. Very, uh, very, very cool. Very stuff. So very. I, 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 I said to my mom, I said, "Happy International Women's Day," and she says, "Why are you saying that to me?" And I said, "Well." You're a woman, and you've been a mother, and you've mm-hmm. had to fight. And you traveled internationally. You raised us in Japan, Mom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I said, you've you've been fighting the good fight for for women's right. rights and, you know, advocating to your daughters to be strong and be independent and have a job and rely on yourself for an income, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. all that. Uh, I mean, I know your mom did the mm-hmm. same thing with you don't want to be dependent on somebody no. else. We watched it in action. Yeah, I know your mom was was more active. My mom was still. Yeah, we watched she, it. She waited like five more years to get divorced before your mom. You know, 70, yep. 76, I think, is yeah. when my parents. Like in 1976, like I had so many friends. All of our parents got divorced. Like 10 of us. Really? Yeah, we were all juniors in high school. There mm. I go. I've given away my age, but oh well, who cares? International Women's Day, embrace it. Anyway, but yeah, with they, everyone got divorced. It was mm-hmm. like, didn't they say like between 74 and 86 more people have gotten divorced than any other time? Probably, Laurie. It was like all these 50s and 60s marriages Mm, and people. And you just... Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about Duluth East. Oh, my. I didn't want to talk about it. Julia. Well, only because... My Greyhounds (laughs) lost to the cadets. (laughs) Only because I get a text from my brother, and I was watching it. Uh, Mike O'Neill's son, Ryan O'Neill... Is I know it, Ryan O'Neill. I love it. Right. And his name is Ryan O'Neill is scoring some goals. And Mike and John O'Neill went to school with me at Immaculate Heart of Mary. Yes. And we just saw each other at the reunion last summer. And they're the greatest guys. And, and so, he scored two goals as I kid. know. It was uh. so fun. And they were related uh, cousins of David Carr. Oh, remember? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah sure. times. So anyway, so I was kind of, I was happy to see that. Uh, it, I know, it was, but your team, there was a giant, I swear, why he wasn't playing basketball. He was so tall. The six tough. foot seven guy? For hockey. He yeah. was so tall. He doesn't have a college. Uh, no one has like come forward to say we want you. Um, well, because you're in the wrong sport. Well, maybe, <laughs> no, but he. I'm just, some very big hockey players these days. I've never seen someone six. I've feet. never oh, seen some, I've never seen that no. a six seven uh, a hockey player. It's just been a long his time. Legs, if he would looks, fill out, right? It looks like you could skate under his legs. But East had some. I mean, four or five pipe shots. I, you know when I got nervous after the first score was no, from the other point. No, I got nervous when St. Thomas introduced their goalie, and you know. Oh, I have my goalie flashbacks at this time of the year. Because Lori dated Scott. Yeah, the goalie yeah. in high, high and school. And everyone knows the goalies are the hottest player. On well, the team. but one of the things when they introduced him, his name was Muzzy something. Yeah, it was a good name. It was a badass was a good name. Name, and I got a Muzzy. sinking feeling. I just thought, oh boy, that I feel like this goalie name. is going to be hot. And then he um, really was. He really I was. I mean, he was so good behind the net. Yeah. And then he got lucky because there were some, you know, shots that were fired that hit the pipe and bounced off, you know, because yeah. those are the ones where the goalie doesn't even goalie's know where the hell friend. it is. Huh? Exactly, goalie's Danny. best friend. Yeah. Goalie's best friend. Yeah. But I had this vision and I was trying to show Casey about how one of the things that my boyfriend, my high school boyfriend did. That I can't I even was imagine. I so impressed. Okay. Okay, so... Oh, gosh, Donnie, are we ready? Uh, but no. you know how goalies... <laughs> Do we need to dim the lights? No, no, no. But I you mean, know how goalies go down some... and their knees are touching and their legs are splayed yeah, out? Okay, yeah. yeah, it's the butterfly. The butterfly. Yeah. So 
So he used to be in a standing position with his pads on and go down and jump up and go down and jump up. To strengthen his legs. To strengthen mm-hmm. his sure. inner yeah, legs. Surprise. But I I mean, I was like... Did he have any clothes on? <laughs> yes, he did, Joey. But I mean, I was just like, I'm in love. Oh You're so strong. It was, it was Do so, another one. No, he would Do just... Do another he, one. And then, you know, he made his own masks. Well, they all did. did I mean, even it, my brother John, who yeah. played goalie like for a year, made his own. Mask. Yeah, you'd make your own. But I would be so impressed when he would do those exercises and he could bounce up and <laughs> bounce back up. And I was just like, oh, those, those, those legs, oh, those, that hair. I can't wait to make those. out with them after the game. Okay. You so know. you, when you would do it on the ice, you would be excited or would he, he just do he, this in front of you? He would also do it off ice. He would do it as an exercise. I think all those goalies do. They... Oh, of course. Yeah, they do it they in their training. Yeah. Because they have to get up and then they're in all the pads. I don't the know how they get back up. Strong. I would fall over and strong just. Strong thighs, Julia. That's right. Oh. Anyway, and so does I'm going to. extrapolate to mean anything else? I, mm, just strong man. Mm. Strong like wood, like tree wood. <laughs> <laughs> like an oak. Yeah, like an oak tree. Uh, back to the height. Uh, the. The uh, wild goalie, Devin Dubnik, without yeah. skates, he's six six. Well, he's a goalie. I know, but I'm just saying they're a lot bigger than they used to be. So yeah. you put skates on him, and he's probably about six eight. No, no, but being tall as a goalie, I think you okay. would cover all the space in the net, so all that'd right. be a good thing. I'm yeah. revising my prediction. East will take consolation in the in the double A. They'll okay, take third. First of all, they were winning. Yeah, but they okay. I know. So I've had to. Duluthies. I'm bumping them down to third place. Um, Edina. Is going to be St. Thomas tonight. You think so? Yeah. And then Edina will play Blaine tomorrow night, and Blaine will beat Edina in an upset. It's, yeah, we'll and Coleraine uh, Greenway will win the Class A. Okay. Did so. they win today? I hope so, because otherwise <laughs> my prediction... Uh, yeah, we can't talk about it because of the DVR. Oh, that's right. We can't talk about yeah. anything. All right, listen. It's going to be a long show. I know. Listen, when we come back, it's our story we can't get... Hey, we got to play that song for uh, International Women's Day. Yes, it's we do. It's Managing Who Runs the World. Girls. Beyonce. Anyway, uh, Judd Apatow stopped by Conan O'Brien, and I really like his new half-hour 10 o'clock show where he just sits down with one, one person. Guy. He does a little bit of a monologue, and I like Coco's monologue. I mean, he's funny. I get a kick out of it's him. It's always important when you're doing a monologue. Yeah, but I mean, he is quirky, and uh, so then he just sits down in a chair, you know. Uh, Come on down. And it was Judd Apatow last night, and his series that he executive produced on HBO, Crashing, is coming to its season three finale. Has anyone ever watched it once? No, no. none of us are no. watching so it. Um, but, you know, it had like a hardcore base of fans. People love this Pete Holmes. Anyway, the series is ending. He, he told Conan, it's not really canceled. We're just going to stop making it. Oh. He said they to, HBO told him they sh- we should never make any more. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not like it's not ending. It's like they refuse. Yeah, yeah. Just this don't make it don't anymore. do it anymore. So people, though, that are fans of the show, they're avid fans of Ren. So that's Aaron. So that was ostensibly the reason he was on with Conan mm-hmm. to talk about that. And, of course, I mean, when we talked to him last fall, he lovely. was darling. and well, he's, he's charming and he's interesting and he's interested. Yeah. And he's curious about yeah, everything. Yeah. So anyway, he had kind of a, a funny story about... Um, Meeting Beyonce and Jay Z. Oh. I have a weird 
Beyonce story, which is I went to see Beyonce and Jay-Z, which was amazing. Maybe as, like, as good as a show gets, right? And right. so we're like blown away. And afterwards, someone was like, hey, do you want it? There's a little after party. Do you want to stop in? And I, I did, and I'm very uncomfortable. Right. Uh, I just feel like the goofy Jew in the corner. And because uh, it's like Chris Martin's there and Kobe Bryant, and I'm just like in the corner scared. And then Jay-Z walks in the room, and he walks straight to me. And he goes, oh, my God, knocked up. That scene when your wife says, doorman, doorman, doorman. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite scene of all time. <laughs> and he turns to some guy next to him. He's like, what did we watch last week? And the guy's like, knocked up. And I became like the coolest guy in the room. And then he says this to me, which blew my mind. He goes, can you not leave because Beyonce's coming? And if she doesn't get to meet you and your wife, she'll be mad at me. Ah. So that means if I left... I could have caused a marital problem. <laughs> there could have been a song about that yes, fight at some yes. point. And then, okay, so, you know, Can he's... Can you imagine, though, being a nerd? I mean, he is a self-professed nerd, nerd who's yes, brilliant. Yeah. Yes. Um, but having someone like Jay-Z come up to you... Mm-hmm. And then Beyonce would be mad if you left. I can't even imagine. And he's with Leslie Mann, yeah. his wife. And then he said, you know, she, she, Beyonce walked in and she was excited. She walked up to my wife, gave her a big hug. And she said, oh, my God, that's my favorite movie. That's my favorite scene in a movie. You with Craig Robinson. So the ice was officially broken with mutual admiration. Okay. And Apatow and Mann were ready to seal the friendship deal until John Favreau walked up. I love him. I know. He starts talking to Beyonce. And he starts talking to her. And he never lets her come back to us. He basically rock-blocked us with Beyonce. And he started lamenting to Conan of what could have been, that he and Leslie could have hung out with Beyonce and Jay-Z and getting to chill with their friends, Barack and Michelle Obama. And finally, he just turns to the camera and shouts, Favreau! That's hysterical. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, he was just, you know... He just monopolized her. That's funny. And, you know, John Favreau's story is so great because he was on Swingers all those years ago. Yeah. And um, after that, he started that that dinner for five. Oh, yeah, that's um, a great show. Yes, remember yes, where yes, we just sure had do. people yeah. sitting around? That was in 2001 to 2005. Oh. And then suddenly he really got into producing mm-hmm. Iron Man, Iron Man 2, The that's Avengers, right. Iron Man 3. And then he did About a Boy, and then uh, he, didn't he just direct something? He's- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He's a huge producer, an EVP executive producer on all these. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. he was seemed very nerdish, you know. Yeah, and I thought, you know, he seemed more of an actor when right. we first met him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same, but he, he really has gone on to be a big time producer. But Judd Apatow, I, can you imagine? 
<laughs> but you know when that happens when you're having a conversation with someone like kind of above you. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Um, or just in a different lane. Yeah. Um, and you're like pinching yourself like it's happening and then someone comes over and just, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in so long, dude. And then they take them away from you and they don't even see you. You, right. And then, and you're just sitting there like, and I'm short, so I feel like it happens even more to me because no one sees me. Right. Truly, and so it's, truly. It, it's just like, I, I, I got a good John Favreau movie for you to okay. check out. It's from 2014. I think it's on Netflix. It's called Chef. It's a wonderful movie. He he gives up his that. he gives up his restaurant job. He's had it with this his owner, and he starts a food truck. Yep. Oh yeah, we yeah, saw yeah. that. We yeah. saw that. That, that is, great. Saw that. Yeah, oh, okay. that is yeah. Good. just good. a good small little yeah. movie. Yes, Chef. Totally mm-hmm. forgot. Well, yep. then that got me thinking. When do do you know how Beyonce and Jay Z met? It just made me just think how he was because those two I feel like have been together for a very. Do you know long the time. answer to this question? Or are I you do, asking it? I do know. I somehow I, feel like his record label with uh, was involved with um, when she was with the other girls, whatever that thing was. Destiny's called. Child. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the deal. Here's how they actually met. She was 18 when she met Jay-Z for the first time, and he's 12 years older than she was. She, um, But they didn't start to date until right. after a year of talking and getting to know each other. And um, so I guess how they met is that Jay-Z rapped about it in a song that's about their first date called 713, but they sat next to each other on a plane a private plane going to the 2000 MTV Spring Break Festival in Cancun. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. And that's how they met. And then they talked. Because Destiny's Child was playing and so was Jay-Z. Yeah, performing. Wow. And they were on the private sure. jet and uh, I guess the record label or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or MTV's. And they spoke on the phone for the next year and a half, which... Um, you know, their first date was at the hot restaurant Nobu, and they made their relationship public in 2004, and they got married in 2008. So they've basically been together. They really have a long time. For a long time, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, I just thought that was kind of, kind of, uh, I was like, oh, MTV, the festivals. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had MTV in Daytona Beach in the early 80s. Right. Broadcasting those concerts in a big country was one of the first because I worked in Daytona Spring Break, and they had In a Big Country played. and I don't I mean, even know who In a Big Country is. Well, that song. Well, they had big, one song called Big Country. Big Country. <laughs> by oh. In a Big Country. you got to find it down. Is that the band is called yes, In a Big, big country. country, and their song was called Big Country? I th- uh, I think the, so. They were so hot. Joan Jett played one year, and it was at the Bandshell at the Daytona in Daytona Beach at the Bandshell, and it was broadcast live on MTV. All these concerts would be over. It is by in it is in a big country I'm, by big country. Yeah, and I don't know if I, they were Scottish or what, but this was a huge song, like in eighty three or eighty four. Remember it? Yeah, yeah, it was everywhere. That year. Yeah, it was a big hit. They're a Scottish rock band. Scottish, yeah. Mm-hmm. What but year, this wasn't Johnny? released till um. No, this was in the eighties. Eighty-three. Was it eighty-three? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Because they played. I was at that show. Oh. I remember whose um, shoulders I was on. <laughs> was it anyone we know? Was it a goalie? No, <laughs> might have been. Actually, eighty-three. Yes. Donnie, who's a goalie? But not Scott. Not Scott. I can't shut it down. It's going viral.
This is the My Talk Now trending report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. web. Trending online this afternoon, Captain Marvel, the new superhero movie starring Brie Larson, is out in theaters today. And also trending, the HBO show Crashing, starring Pete Holmes, is not going to be renewed for a fourth season. And uh, apparently Joey Fatone from NSYNC and Brian Luttrell from Backstreet Boys. Oh my gosh, there's not going to be a reunion or anything. And he says that there is no NSYNC group without JT. So nice try, Joey Fatone. You need Justin Timberlake for a Backstreet Boys reunion. Hmm. And also trending International Women's Day being celebrated across the land using the hashtag International Women's Day, IWD 2019. And also the hashtag she inspires me well that's what's trending here at my talk and you can join team colleen at the 2019 fraser walk for autism presented by central roofing company on saturday april 13th at the mall of america sign up by march 15th to guarantee yourself a fraser walk for autism tote bag learn more and get registered at mytalk1071.com keywords fraser walk now time for the weather all right here we go holly cloudy 27 tonight and then what is going to happen okay here is the setup Drizzle and snow before 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Then a little bit more of that until about 4 o'clock. And then all snow after 4 o'clock. Could be heavy at times, 2 to 4 inches. Saturday night, more snow. Another 3 to 5 is possible. Sunday, a chance of some more snow before noon. Get all that? We're going to get through it. Okay, we are good. Yes. Uh, 34 will be your Saturday's high, 29 on Sunday. And right now we are enjoying a very lovely, partly sunny, and 32 at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Mommy's all right. Daddy's all right. Under can still hit. All his notes. They you are, saw him yeah. a couple years ago at the Target Center, didn't you? They are just fun. I wish I was going so bad. I guess I could go. There you are still go. tickets. Yeah. You Why know, not? I just got to, you know, I guess I'm not going to be watching the Greyhounds play the Hornets tonight. No. Damn That'd it. be her hockey team that yeah, lost. Yeah, I'm sorry. That'd be Duluth East. Anyway, yeah, uh-huh. they're, they're playing at Mystic tonight. Uh, you could go. You could stay John, at my house, honey. They're one of John Bream's picks for the weekend. Well, you could sleep over at my house if you didn't want to drive all the way back home. I basically Or I could at, just sleep at Mystic Lake. Or Treasure Island. Where are they at? Mystic Lake. Oh, I thought sister? you said Treasure Island. I was I was confusing my... You're not listening really to me. Let's just face it. That's yeah. That's really it. Don't try and blame it on that you didn't know what I said. You just was like, oh, music, blah 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 blah. Okay, keep track. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. They weren't my band. Okay, so you know, do you know who the uh, director Peter Bogdanovich is? Oh, yeah. Does that ring yes, a bell? He's done a lot of good movies. Yeah, Paper Moon, Ryan and Tatum O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Tatum becomes the youngest yes. ever, or youngest person to win an yeah. Oscar. Last Picture Show. Last Picture Show, Sybil Shepherd, Jeff Bridges, yeah. yep. Florence. Cloris Leachman. Cloris Leachman, that's yes. what I'm thinking. He also directed Mask. He also. Love Mask. Yeah, love that movie. Okay. Share. Mm-hmm. Eric so, Stoltz. Listen to this. Vulture okay. sat down with Peter, and he also had a small part in The Sopranos. He was the guy that had the big glasses. Yes, 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 yes. And um, when he, just to talk about his career, because mm-hmm. he must be in his 70s, and when asked who was the most difficult director he's ever worked with, Peter Bogdanovich said it was Cher, and then he went on to blab why. 
Because she tried to direct the movie no, instead of acting it. That would have been Barbara Streisand who might have done something like well, this. Because you said who was the most difficult, difficult actor he's oh, worked you with. Said and director. Peter, okay. Peter said it was Cher, and okay. that's why, you know, and then he blabs why. Try and listen now. So no, you didn't say it right, okay. Laurie. So here's what he said. She didn't trust anybody, particularly men. She doesn't like men. That's Ooh. why she's named Cher. What? Yeah. Okay, keep going. She dropped oh, wow. her father's name, Sarkeesian it is. She can't act. She won Best Actress at Cannes because I shot her very well in Mask. And she can't sustain a scene. She couldn't do what Tatum O'Neill did in Paper Moon. Ooh. She'd start off in the right direction, but she'd go off wrong somehow very quickly. So I shot a lot of close-ups of her because she's very good in close-ups. Now, this is after Cher has also been in Silkwood and gets nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Yes. Damn, Peter, tell us how you mm-hmm. really feel about mm-hmm. that. I mean, he says Cher's close-ups were good because her eyes have all the sadness in the world. I mean, okay. Well, he knows how to use a camera. And I don't see why Cher should be the only one called out. Has he ever seen Kira Knightley in one of her gazillion, you know, well, historicals? He's calling She's... her out because he worked with her. Well, I know. And that but was did, the question. To, but no, the question was, who's the most <laughs> difficult actor you ever worked with? He was you, being honest. No, all you have to do is say a name or not say a name. You don't need to go on and blab and blab. So then he says... <laughs> Listen, I will always defend. This is unfair of him. But but it's his opinion. But he wasn't asked to say why. He just said, who's the most difficult person? He's wanting to get people to talk about him. I thought he told us why. He's blabbing all the reasons why, and we're not even done. Oh, there's more. Yeah. Okay. She was always (laughs) looking like someone was cheating her. I came to the set one day and I said, you depress me. <laughs> now, she's playing the mom of this kid, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocky. You're always so down and acting like somebody's stealing from you or something. Wow. But finally, after about seven or eight weeks of this, we started getting to like each other. She said, you know, we don't watch. If, if She said, you know, if we don't watch out, we might end up liking each other. I said, that would be amazing. And we did end up liking each other. And then when I sued the studio, she sided with the studio, and that was that. And Peter sued the studio for replacing his preferred Bruce Springsteen song at the end of Mass with one by Bob Seger. And Cher pissed him off by not taking his side. Mass came out in Mm -hmm. 1985, so I'm sure the slap Cher wanted to give Peter was the inspiration for the snap-out-of-it slap in Moonstruck. Either way. Wow. I guess this is why Peter did not get to direct Mamma Mia 2, because he was in the line to do it. He was. And Cher, okay. of course, was in that. I'm sorry. I think you're you're so funny because he just wants to, he was asked a question. Most people thought Cher did a great job in well, masks. So he's I. just being, he's really being petty Well, that's okay. He story. gets to be that way and that's probably why he isn't working a lot, Lori. Well, no, he isn't working a lot because he's probably he's just. old. Well, I don't know. I just don't know if he's got, uh, you I'm know, people lining him up to, to do anything. But anyway, he. There's a lot of people who just don't, Peter who, and everybody knows who Cher is. Okay. So he's putting his name oh my God, in with Cher uh, okay. to just get somewhere. Daddy. Is that yeah. what you think? He has an ulterior motive? 
What he well, d- he would never have gotten any. No one would have ever looked at this story if he didn't dis share or he didn't dis somebody. Well, well yes, you know, and blab and really <laughs> well, tells how what he I'm feels. saying is he's probably kind of not a happy guy. Well, listen, he's the guy that had Barbie. You know, the Playboy Dorothy Stratton, he was, remember, I mean, he was involved with all of that uh-huh. mess with Dorothy uh, okay. Stratton, yeah. the model, and yeah. marrying her. He's, he's, uh, he's trying to, I don't know what he's trying to do, but he, he, he says we can thank him for the performance, and no thank you. I'm thanking Sam Elliott and Cher. Come on. He could have said Ryan O'Neill. Everyone knows Ryan O'Neill People was a handful. People lambasted Bogdanovich way back in the 80s, Lori. People oh, yeah. don't yeah, like was, him. No, yeah, I know. I and so I this, don't like the, him either because of his <laughs> big blabber mouth. But I, that's his personality. Yeah, I know. He's always been. I, I love mean, it that it bothers. But maybe she was difficult maybe? to work with. No, you people are not <laughs> going <laughs> to take <laughs> Peter Bogdanovich's side <laughs> against we Cher. There. No one knows who he is. His Half personal the people. reputation it's, suffered from okay. so many things. Different things. Lori. Yes, but that, that it's surprising you that he got an opportunity to spew out some stuff and he did it. Well, That's not surprising to me at all. I'm surprised anyone wanted to interview him. And oh. he, everybody, well, you, now we all know who his name is because you told us. No, but He's everyone knows who Cher is. So he can say whatever he wants. That movie gets. still holds up. Cher so is an funny. Academy Award winning actress, singer. Did he not see her eyes in burlesque? This is, this is going to make you really burlesque. mad. Cause do you know what he's working on right now? The Wagon Wheel Watusi? You know what he's working on? What? He's finishing a documentary on the career of rock and roll legend Tom Petty. Oh well, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, documentary. Uh, maybe he can't screw that up too much. I mean, he is a good director. He's got at least three, you know, like golden movies that. Well, he's also yes. launching yeah. his own internet channel, The Golden Age of Movies with Peter Bogdanovich. Yeah, this is what he's going to do. Star. Yeah, this is what he's trying to do. That explains everything. So this is the oh. song that that uh, he lost the battle on. You know this Bob Singer song? Oh yeah, this is a great song. So this is, this is what such an uplifting song. It's at, such a at the end song. credits. Yes. And what did he want to play instead? Roll me away. Roll me away. But what did he want instead? He wanted a Bruce Springsteen song, of which there was quite a bit in the movie. movie. Okay. There are a bunch of Bruce Springsteen songs in the movie. And Lori, uh, he didn't get it. And Lori, he didn't you're get missing it. a lot of and, things. And Sheer sided with him. I was only focused on his gossipy tongue when it comes to he Sheer. He was offered a chance to direct The Godfather. Yes, he was dumb and turned it down. He dated Sybil Shepherd from 71 to 78 During when she was last hotter picture than show. Hot. He directed her in the last picture show. He was in a scandal with the Playboy model who was uh, murdered, and then he married her sister, Dorothy Stratton. I had to do a vintage scandal on that old hound dog. He married her sister, Louise. Yes, after Mm -hmm. Dorothy. He was involved with Dorothy. I mean, he... I'm gonna re- I'm filing this into the vintage scandal. Well, file. he turned down the offer to direct Chinatown. Yes, he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this just is such a funny thing. Yeah, you know this guy Bagdanovich. Yeah, he said Cher was the worst actor, and then he went on and said other things about her. Well, I mean, he just all they wanted to know. I mean, he's <laughs> looking for his show now. We know why he was so visceral and blabby because he's trying to get. Like people, they did a test and 
no one under the age of 40 knows who he is. <laughs> okay? That's a like, real problem. You're so funny. I can't problem. wait till our next interview that we see where someone goes off on someone. I mean, they just asked him who they don't like, but then they told us why. Yeah. What's wrong with these and people? He bla- I mean, it was such like... Of all people very, share. Very, like, what if he did that about, like, if you'd ever directed Barbara Streisand, you'd be coming after him with your lightsaber. <laughs> You know, and then she'd go, Donnie, where's my sound? Like I have one. Anyway. This is just, <laughs> it's just so funny. That it, he's just answered a question and you're it. all upset. Because there, all he asks, who's the worst interview we've ever had, Julia? And then we say... Uh, Either Dion Warwick lips or Hot Lips, hot lips yeah. who in, and then we say why. And then because you say why. We, Lori yeah. read an interview that she loved to be asked how she got the job, Hot Lips Houlihan, and I asked it to her because Lori had printed it out and said, Julia, ask her this first. What? And I asked her, and she's <laughs> like, what? How did I get my job? How do you think I got it? <laughs> yeah, she was so mean well, when see? she but had see, such but, a great story. But you explained why she was bad. You didn't I know. Just, okay. But that's our show. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> NMR is happening. And Mercury retrograde. That's right. That's right. This Should we give him a pass really on that? that? I just can't wait to make fun of you on this one. Why? I will always defend Cher. We know. Mick Jagger. You used to say it about Johnny Depp. You used, and I used to defend Johnny Depp. I know. You used to and you and used, I used to Madonna. To de- Oh, I'll still kind of. I'll but still you, defend. Sometimes you I, don't. Want, I want Madonna to stop with the cheek injectables. See, I'm not lie. you 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 waver on the people you'll defend. Well, I will always defend her. I am ride or die. Okay, okay, standing with her forever, Jules. Okay, you are wishy washy. I am not wasp when oh. it comes to share. Wasp. <laughs> <laughs> really got go. When I meet her <laughs> and I've when I get the her. tickets. No, I'm getting the tickets. You're not invited because you obviously How are many okay. share concerts have we been to <laughs> together already? Three. I know it. I know it. Okay, listen. Also, Donnie posted uh, some of the most <laughs> wonderful female friendships that we've seen on screen. And, of course, uh, the first one, Sex in the City, followed by The first one's Thelma a picture Louise. of Lori and Cher. Yeah, Cher and Cher. That's right. Arm and arm. Just hanging out in Malibu. I'm always superimposed over Christina and Burlesque on the poster. All right, listen. We'll be right Oh, I just went to Cher's Twitter, oh, Julia. And we you just know got a did? call from 700 people thinking, is Lori off her marbles? No, no, I'm just, no, I, I defend Cher. I just think that was petty because Peter Bogdanovich is a problematic man. So he's, okay. his critique, his, his opinion means nothing to me. Okay. But Cher. But everyone knows his name now. Yeah, yeah I know. Thank you. Everyone under 40, because that was the line. That was the line. That was the cutoff line. And that's why he was so incendiary. His publicist said, say something about an iconic person so we can get people to know who you are. <laughs> Look at I played right into his publicist's yeah, hand. He but he, she tweeted a great photo of Lady Gaga, just not really smiling, just a picture of her. And then she just wrote, gotta heart her. So look at that. She's so. Lovely. Oh, wow. Thank you for sharing. Oh, Doing her share. Ta-ting. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, my gosh. I know it. And she's got a share doll out, just so you know. That okay. was a big plop. That was, was a nice sound. Yeah, It was really... my water that plopped back in the yeah. bottle. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I was coughing. Okay. <clears throat> I... 
Do you want me to... Um, you need to leave the room? Leave the room. Do I turned off my hawk? mic. Yeah, we could still hear you. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's like my uh, phone in my car. Today I called three different people that I didn't mean to call because my phone command didn't understand me. It's like it doesn't understand oh, me. Oh, no, seriously. Oh, yeah, I called no, a, I have a, speech a friend in Duluth I haven't talked to for like seven years. Did you was hang fun. up? Oh, I did, but they're still going to see the trail. I know, and then they call you back right away. Did you call me? And I'm like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is going on with my lady, Raquel, that she doesn't understand me? You know? <clears throat> Who's Yours Ra- is called. Wait, she, I, oh, I just of course she's Raquel, Raquel Welsh. Oh, no, I just call her Raquel because she, she was friends with her. And when I'm on a long distance trip, I call her Mabel because she's really busy and she's like an old time fire or you know phone operator, calling, okay. calling, calling, and found on a road trip. You know, you make a lot more calls. Raquel in the city, Mabel out of town. You're just, just I'm so, weird. so confused <laughs> with what's going on here today. Yeah. Okay. Are you excited to know about Oprah revealing the secret that took her talk show to the next level? Maybe we can employ it. Well, I was thinking <laughs> that, but I think um, it, she said it was about Jerry Springer because it came after two episodes. That's all? I know it. And we, it just says after two episodes. We don't know if it was the first two episodes, but she said one episode featured a group of skinheads. And the other was where a husband confronted his wife and admitted that he was cheating on her and brought out his girlfriend and announced that she was pregnant. Whoa, she was going Jerry Springer. Yeah. And that reminded me of the movie Hope Floats, where Sandra Bullock is sitting with her husband in a talk show and he admits mm-hmm. that he's cheating on her. Um, but she said one of them hit her really hard because, and she just thought when she saw the pain on the wife's face that was sitting right on her stage. Right. And she she's said, giving the platform. Yeah. And she said, this is not what's going to happen on my show. I do not want that that under my watch. And so she wanted to have more of an intention focused approach. Yeah, but you got to read why you got to say why you can't just because she was reading the book, the seat of my soul of the soul by Gary Zulov and it argued for you to have an intention focused approach where everything you do has a purpose. Yeah. And she said, solar production staff, don't come to me with an idea unless you know why you're doing it. Okay, Donnie, Donnie let's start doing that. We're going to tell you that. Don't give us anything unless you know why. God, we'd never get anything. Uh, well, nothing would ever happen. happen. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, God, the truth hurts. But her staff, I bet, was confused. I bet her staff was confused because everybody... At that time, Jerry Springer, uh, Jenny, whatever her name was in Chicago, there were so many. Maury Povet, Sally, was, Susie Jeffrey, Raphael. Sally Raphael, no, Jenny but, Jones. But no, Merv Griffin, Dinah Shore, they were all having more focused talk shows. No. No, yeah, they, they weren't. They weren't doing the sensational stuff. Oh, no, no, they no, weren't. No, no right. But I'm saying Oprah was in that pack of... All those people and Jerry Springer was having all this success, so she probably right. thought she needed to do those kind of shows. Thank goodness she got out of that. Mm-hmm. All right, Donnie, forget we said well, that. Don't come forgotten. to us as an idea unless you know why. Yeah, it's, uh, That'd be too hard. It's for gone. us to determine why and what we're doing with it. Yeah. It's yeah. not like we're producing and having you know people coming in here to talk about intense stuff. Yeah. Sometimes we do. Well, I know, but then uh, we're prepared. Initially, for it. when this whole program started, we just invited people in because they were good looking. This is a little reminder for you. <laughs> Remember I'm that? the producer of this show. If I didn't step up, you're nowhere. There you go. Okay. <laughs> How about Whoopi Goldberg doing her little audio video? Hello to the view today, telling everybody she had double pneumonia and she had septic shock and. 
She said, I almost died. I came very, very close to leaving the earth. The good news is I did. Okay, that is happening to one of my friend's parents right now. The same thing. They were on a flight. Pneumonia, very They dangerous. got the pneumonia and they were going septic. And then the double pneumonia and the oh cell. My oh, my God. No, people are dying. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, I'm glad she's okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, Casey, when he got that infection, mm-hmm. the, like his 12th surgery or whatever, he got the, he had septic and they were like, we're very, very worried about your husband. He's got a very bad infection and he's been on the Cadillac of drugs and, or the Chevy of drugs. And now we're going to put him on the Cadillac. And I'm like, why the hell wasn't he on the Cadillac of, you know, drugs in the first place? Right. Jeez. Anyway, so it was good to see her. She looked absolutely, she just sounded a little hoarse. But she's been gone for a a long time. Not as long as Wendy Williams, but it's been like five or six weeks that she's been gone. Because it was before the Oscars by about three weeks. Yeah, she's been gone. That's scary. Because remember the rumor she was going to, she's practicing for the Oscars? Yes, yes. I do remember that. All right, intention, people. Everything we do from here on out, we're intent. Intention. And, we're, and I intended to take Peter Bogdanovich down for his crappy comments uh, about share and mass. I'm going to do a vintage scandal on him. Oh, my Lord. About the Playboy playmate and his sister. And her sister. It's well, juicy. love is in the family. Yeah, love is oh, in the family. Hell, mm-hmm. no for it. They're like Lori Scorn. Well, yes. uh, for share. <laughs> okay. Picking on her best friend. Yeah. I'm here for you to share. We'll be back. Yes, we will. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500. With available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX with the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards.